Hello and welcome everyone to Current Events, the podcast about what two randos on the internet are talking about television we watch on the internet. I am the fleet of tongue, Jake McMillan, and joining me is my good friend Mike Slocum. Say hi, Mike. Hi, everybody. So this week we did something a little different. We uh, jumped in the Wayback Machine and went back to 1994, uh, sat in an AMC theater in Plano, <laughs> Texas, and watched the Wednesday matinee of Stargate the movie. Yes. And um, I have to ask before I say anything, <laughs> mm-hmm. what was your response to the movie? I liked it, but I liked the series too. Um, I thought it was fun. It was, you know, I mean, there's some, it's not, it's not the greatest movie, but I enjoyed it. Okay. And so you don't have like an emotional connection to this film. If I were to say things about it that were less than pleasant. No, no, not at all. (laughs) I was a little worried because I was watching the movie uh, late at night and I, um, I started to get this weird deja vu right mm-hmm. and i was thinking why does this feel so similar to a different movie and i started to really look at it and i realized this movie is it's completely and 100% unoriginal it is mm-hmm. nothing more than a series of shots duplicated from other movies Right, so this is the Spielberg scene. This is the scene from Platoon. This is the scene from, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yep, yep. It, and, and I thought, who made this movie? And I looked at it, and it was Roland Emmerich. Mm-hmm. And I thought, of course, the movie I'm thinking of is Independence Day. Yes. It's exactly the same, right? Mm-hmm. And it had the same effect in the theater at the time. Right? I thought, oh, man, this is great. And then when I went back and watched it again, I noticed you know <laughs> so many flaws right? yes, yeah yeah well they did you know they they took a lot of a lot of they ripped a lot of stuff off and yes. um yeah definitely the yeah definitely the um uh indian you know opening opening scene indiana jones you know type uh, oh yeah i mean I, know. I i think that the 90s kind of saw the rise of the first filmmakers whose entire set of experience comes from watching movies Yes. Right. Instead of doing things, you know, and having Mm -hmm. that give them a vision, they just picked other people's visions apart and put them back together again in a different way. And I think Roland Emmerich is very much that way. Ah, Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's it's fascinating to me because then I went I went back and started watching it over again. Mm-hmm. And just started making notes. Like, I know this movie, I know this movie, I know this movie. Oh, cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, and it is. It's absolutely crazy. It's it's like, you know, you can kind of see him, like, in, in the room with the writers going, okay, and you know that scene from Platoon when he lifts his fist? In the, okay, just like that. But then, yep. you know the scene in Top Gun when the guy dies? And you go, okay, we need that scene. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I can see that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I took the opportunity to watch the uh, extended edition, which mm. had some extra pieces in it, which were, which, because uh, just three weeks ago we uh, had on off, you know, mm-hmm. off wild hair watched the Stargate um, streamed, which was the original theatrical version, and um, and so there was there were several interesting extra scenes that fleshed out. Um, 
stuff more than the theatrical version. I'm not. I'm, I can see why they cut them, you know, because you didn't need them because you didn't. You know, everybody'd seen these scenes anyway. But um, but it was just interesting. So yeah, um, I I was uh, <laughs> one of the things that I'm always amazed at when we go and we look back at older films. Right, we live in an age where every movie that has some sort of military component to it has military advisors yes right and this they obviously did not oh they did not i just it was, yeah, it, you know that's why i enjoyed it but yeah there were it was clearly like when the 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 you know the squad was running around shooting from the hip yeah you know, it's just like what again what? i'm sure that that's from like some 1940s world war ii movie that roland emmerich saw yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. the Tommy it's just like eh, oh man Nazis. you know let's oh, geez, guys yeah oh, uh, and of course i mean you know they go through the stargate they're gonna mm-hmm. go across the universe into another galaxy or whatever right and so they need to pick a uh, a group of you know really hardcore uh, you know super soldiers to to go with the scientists to make sure mm-hmm. that if anything happens these guys special forces essentially right yeah and who do we get we get French Stewart mm-hmm. right oh, yeah we get yeah. John Deal you know mm-hmm. um, I can't even remember I think the other two uh, I think they died or <laughs> red something. shirts yes. yeah they were red shirts exactly <laughs> but it was like nobody even looked like they knew how to handle a weapon. You know, yeah. much less were they special forces or something. You know, it was very, it was, it was, it was quite humorous, especially because um, French Stewart runs like a toddler with his knees together. Right? Yeah. So it just looked at, and he was so funny because you know his, you know his style now, mm-hmm. right? So him barking out bully terms you know and trying to be this you know all this bravado and everything right and but it's you know we're beyond that with french stewart we know who he is right? yeah so. and he's just it's like i almost get would get flashbacks to um uh, third rock from the sun you know it's yes. just like what <laughs> i can't this just does not compute but yes. you know yeah, yeah, absolutely it was it was it was incredibly funny then i think jay davidson uh was horribly miscast you know which one as, was he uh, she, she's the one who played the the, the god right so the the person in charge of the gate that's jay davidson from um crying oh. game oh yes yeah right yeah so you know she has uh or, or had I, I don't really know she hasn't done much in a long time but at, you know from coming off of the crying game mm-hmm. she had an incredible um, seductive and manipulative power that was really interesting and almost otherworldly mm-hmm. and so I can kind of see why they they wanted to cast her but then they wrote the part like just a standard cardboard cutout god and then they replaced her voice Mm-hmm. you know with that weird thing right yeah yeah so that was that was interesting to me and 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 the the special effects <laughs> holy cow you know it's it's interesting because stephen king writes about the set of reality and it's basically like what your brain is willing to paper over 
mm-hmm. in order to to watch a story. I'm not going to notice this, basically, yeah. right? So if you go back and you watch old movies like The Cat People, right, that's an entirely shot on a set uh, that is supposed to be Central Park, you know, it's it's really obvious that they're shooting this in a soundstage mm-hmm. to us, but yeah. to the people in 1939, they no, they they bought it. You know, mm-hmm. yep. and so at the time, I'm sure we bought all of this. Yeah, right. '94 was very early CG. I don't remember mm-hmm. when the last Starfighter came out, but it would have been early '90s, probably. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, that was another thing too. When I watched, when I rewatched Dune, right, a movie mm-hmm. that I had had a good uh, opinion. Of. I knew it was not a good application of the novel it didn't stay true to the story but Mm -hmm. i thought i I remembered it being fairly good um Mm -hmm. and then i went back and watched it and the special effects were just so bad yeah Yeah. (laughs) rear screen projection yeah well you know and they you know literally like hand colored jay davidson's eyes when it needed when they needed to glow yes (laughs) in one frame at a time (laughs) the story is actually very cool. Yeah, I mean that's why you know it's, yeah. I, I was willing to suspend a lot of um, a lot of uh, belief for the story because I enjoyed it. It's one of those oh here's a completely different way to get across the universe, you know. Plus and, tying it into the ancient aliens was really cool. Yeah. Yes. Right. And yeah. And and the the beleaguered scientists who like nobody nobody takes him seriously because he's talking about things that people are going. That's UFOs, man. You're yeah. out of your you're out of your mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and everybody leaving his talk, and it's just like, oh, yeah. that's just so so good. And I, I tell you what, I thought one of the things too that I that I noticed uh, was that the one guy who turns in an absolutely unassailable performance because he always does is Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, yeah. And one of the things I thought was really cool, he could have played either part. Mm-hmm. But James Spader could only have played that part. Yes, yeah, and and I thought Spader did a good job. Um, yeah, you know, that trying to crack jokes just falling falling flat. Just, yeah. um, and you know the the giggly sort of like you know, um, what did he call him? A dweeb. Um, uh, yeah, he over the years he's become more and more mannered. He sort of developed this persona. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if you ever watched, I guess we watched like the first couple seasons of The Blacklist, you know, mm-hmm. and he's definitely sort of become one of those actors who just kind of does the same thing every time. And yep. you just need to, to cast him for that. But but back then he was still trying to fit into a role mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and he does a very good job yep. of that. Yep. That's really good. Um, and the. Um, the Israeli actress who played the love interest Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Um, she was uh, very good. I thought. Sh- 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 what's her character's name? Sh- sh- Shura. Sh- is it Shura? Shuri. Like with Shuri. A... Shuri. Shura. Yeah. Shura, something, like something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's like an apostrophe in there, and the, so yeah. you know, it's Shura. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she was really good. Um, I liked the art direction, even though the special effects kind of rendered it moot the egyptian motif was really good yeah and yeah. the desert you know the whole the whole desert scenes and the you know the um 
uh, and the the you know their their city that was like you know looked like it had been sandblasted through mm-hmm. time and you know sort of held back you know just sort of what you would imagine you know ancient berber tribes or something you know mm-hmm. just you know their refuge place um uh you know giant doors to keep out the sand <laughs> not the, yeah. not, not any yeah um, and and it was it's always interesting to me because they always do this right they build that that mud building that mud castle in the middle of the desert right and you're mm-hmm. always like where do they get their food yeah <laughs> they, yep. no, they can't grow food anywhere right there's mm-hmm. no, and yes. even if that's built on an oasis yeah there's not enough room in there to feed everybody but then you know at some point they have to come bring tributes to the god it was mm-hmm. interesting to me i missed either missed this or forgot it the first time i saw it i literally have not seen this movie since i saw it in the theater ah wow right and so um, but I did not remember that the alien uh, is actually has adopted a human form. Yes. Right. So yeah. you don't you only see in the last seconds right during the explosion mm-hmm. it burns away the human form and you see the sort of alien underneath. You know. Yep. Yeah. And because that's humans are so easy to heal. Um, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, he actually. I mean, the um, if you watch the scene, and this was actually one of the, the one of the cut scenes from the. Um, uh, extra from the extended edition, they show the ship coming eight thousand years ago to pick up the slave who turned into Ra, um, and uh, and so it's 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 like us it's like the the alien was a symbiote inside the oh I see because okay. he had to actually be a human so that he could use his you know special sarcophagus to you know, oh his right me, his medical his medical sarcophagus to. Uh, Right. To heal the the humans and keep them alive, you know, right. um, extended periods. So, um, but yeah. and that's why that's why everybody uh, under him was human as well, even though they got to pretend to be gods in their, you know, hawk and dog head, yeah, you know, yeah. helmets, which were cool. I thought that was, you know, uh, yeah, inter- I thought that was that was one of the major uh, art direction choices. I thought that was really looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and. Uh, uh, I think that the the star of the movie was uh, Kurt Russell's um, hair. <laughs> yeah, oh, <it's> so good. <laughs> I mean, you know, normally when a military man gets a crew cut, it's a pretty high and tight. His mm-hmm. stands about two inches. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> straight up. Yep. I, I remember being a kid. My dad made me have a have a crew cut when I was like first second grade you know mm-hmm. and i just remember the constantly putting the wax in there and using that rubber cotton if you ever ever had one but they yeah. are a pain to keep uh you know it's anyway especially when you have a good riser like that you know like yeah. a one yeah. inch standing group yes. <laughs> yeah. anyway but, yeah. Yeah. have was, you ever was... seen uh the movie soldier yes with kurt russell yeah that's a boy. That was a missed opportunity. I, that mm-hmm. that movie could have been so good, you know. And it is, in a way, really, really good in the beginning and the end. But yeah, the whole the middle is just really weak. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to recut that film. <laughs> I've always felt <laughs> like send me all yeah, of the footage. I send will me make the it footage. Better. I will grab a whatever those things are. Avatar. No, what are they? Uh, editors anyway yes yeah. i could make that into a great movie <laughs> and uh, uh you know and, and really and it would be it would run probably about 90 minutes because i would cut so much of that middle part out it's just terrible mm-hmm. you know but um 
uh, yes, um, he he has this great willpower, you know, Kurt mm-hmm. Russell does, to get himself into shape and, and to, you know, really bear down and, and do extraordinary things with his body. But he also is human, and I remember him saying <laughs> that um, as soon as he finished shooting Soldier, he went over to Tommy's Originals and just ordered like a, a tray of chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I think one of the things I like about him is that he, he, you know, his dad was an actor, a long, mm-hmm. long-running actor on yep. Gunsmoke, and yep. So he did all that that childhood acting stuff because his dad got him into it. But he wanted to be a baseball player. Oh yeah, yeah. And so really, until he blew out his knee and and or whatever it was that happened, he was injured and couldn't. He had made it to the minors, I think. I'm not sure if he did any major league time. Yeah, but he got he had to fall back on acting, and I think that makes him a lot more interesting person than a person who grew up focused on acting. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it, it gives you a little bit more, more human, hu- yeah, human human characteristics. Yeah, to draw from, you know, and yes, yep. in, in your performances, I've always been a big fan of his. Yeah. Um, so, what else one, did you like and not like about the movie? Um, the movie, uh, I I like. I would like someone to remake it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the story is good, um, especially the sort of twist that the soldiers, or at least, I guess, Kurt Russell, is there to detonate an atomic device yeah. to destroy the gate on their side so they can't come back, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and I really enjoy that. I enjoy the idea that this is a... And it, this is the foundation of Egyptian mythology. Is this you know alien who came and did all this stuff and yep. and everything? Um, it it is not the story that bothers me. Mm-hmm. It is the telling of the story. Ah, right? yes. So I feel like given it put into into more capable hands than Roland Emmerich, it could be a really big deal. You know, mm-hmm. like yep. imagine if Denny Villeneuve did it. Right, mm-hmm. he's doing Dune uh, yeah. coming up. Right, what if he took something like Stargate and did? I mean, it would be amazing. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yes. Um, what about you? What did you? What did you? What can you pull out that you really liked about it? Um, like I say, I the again, yeah, the concept, the the idea that as an alternative reality that mm-hmm. you know aliens came and you know established an Egyptian culture, um, you know, eight eight thousand years ago. And, um, and that, that the pyramid was simply a docking base. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, oh, yes. Yeah. So, so you know, and, you know, then after that, I'm sure that, you know, the ancient Egyptians thought, you know, they, they got this one docking base. Oh, now we're going to build more because yeah. clearly that's, you know, that's the cool thing to do. And then we're going to bury all our kings in there and stuff. But um, just as a, the beginning of a culture, uh, you know, what a great, what a great thought. And that archaeologists, the very Indiana Jones kind of, you know, archaeologists mm-hmm. dig it up and have no clue what it is. And then they take it to a base in Colorado and like start f- screwing with it. Oh, let's hook up some superconductor, you know, let's hook up some, you know, giant power sources and make it, oh, look, it spins around. Let's, ooh, and oh, look, let's lock these things in. You know, who knows what this thing does? You know, maybe it's a bomb <laughs> that if they're, you know, just like, oh, yeah. why is the military doing this? 
Um, you know, it, I mean, one of the big questions from the generals was, if we hook this thing up, is the entire, you know, Beta Centauri army going to come pouring out? You yes. Know? So we have to kind of be careful. We don't know what we're doing, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then, well, yeah, and so we'll put, you know, six soldiers in there with, uh, you know, yeah. rifles to, to take care of And a nuclear bomb. Yeah, and a nuclear bomb, right. This all makes sense. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, but just the sort of that initial, that initial concept, the, um, you know, roping in a, um, an archaeologist to translate it who comes in and just completely obliterates everybody else's, like, you know, theories um, and, you know, does his thing. That's, that was enjoyable. And then the, the whole discovering on the other end, um, uh, you know, trying to communicate, just the little subtle communicating, like, he's inviting us to go with him. Well, how do you know that? Because he's inviting us to go with him. And sweets his hands. It's like, it's obvious. Um, and, just, you know, just little things that it's like, yeah, this makes sense. And when he's trying to, you know, he finally finds, you know, some writing on the wall with Saru or Saru or Shamu. And, and uh, you know, they suddenly establish a baseline for communicating. Um, and, you know, uh, just, yeah, that's, you know, I, I really enjoyed that part of the whole, the mm -hmm. whole thing. Um, the military action, no, I just, I didn't buy it for a minute. Um, you know, and the, oh, let's leave the cover of these rocks to go hide behind some carts. That's going to be, that's going to help us. You know, then they can attack us from all sides instead of just one. I don't know. Um, you know, just it, 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 as you said, as a as a military operation, these guys just didn't really didn't sell it. Um, and, yeah, uh, I I mean that's that's really that's sort of my complaint again. You know, is is that it's not the story, yet was the telling of the story. The story yeah. itself fascinating mm -hmm. um and it, and and could have been really good if it hadn't been just filled with tropes and stereotypes and you know well well trod you know story elements uh and completely lifted scenes yes um, yes but um but yeah i mean it's one of those movies that i i would put on my if i was a you know a hollywood producer i would put on my stack of to be rebooted you know mm -hmm. yep but uh, yeah, I mean, and, I mean, it, but it had a, you know a ten-year run on TV mm -hmm. as the the series, and two, three spinoffs, mm -hmm. two spinoffs, at least two spinoffs, Atlantis and Universe. Yeah, I watched a little bit of Atlantis. I never saw the original one. I enjoyed the Atlantis one. Uh, yeah, the parts that I saw. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean that that's a whole different subject. Yeah. Um, television uh with an, a continuing you know story has different bars to to rise to and, mm -hmm. and you know so on and so forth You're but but yeah it, in the first couple seasons of that show it mm -hmm. was raw and oh so painful yeah um uh it it suffered from growing pains it got it together at the end um which is what i really enjoyed but uh, well, yeah, I think, was... you know, one of the things that we, you know, I like about television uh, is the fact that they can get it right. When when you mm -hmm. make a movie and they, you go see a movie in the theater, you know, there's really not much chance they're going to fix it if it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right. But if you watch a TV show and there's elements in there that you like, but, you know, it's not really you, you 
often will say, well, give it half a season. I mean, these guys are yep. trying to figure it out as they go. They're they're building the train, you know, tracks while they're on it, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, when I'm looking at a movie, I have different criteria than I do when I'm, I'm watching a television show. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So those are the things I liked. Um, and the fact that Jackson decided to stay behind, you know, it was a happy yeah. ending for him and completely, it's not one of those, everybody gets to go home and, you know, hoorah, rah. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hang out here, which is perfect. Um, again, as a story, as a story element. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I did like that too. I also liked the part where he basically had to go bring her back to life. Yes, right. yeah. Uh, that was, that was pretty cool. Um and how they got rid of the how they got rid of the guy Kurt Russell was fighting at the end too was classic. Oh, that was good. Yeah, but really getting rid of of Ra was was mm-hmm. really smart. I mean, they they used that transporter to transport the the nuclear bomb into the flying pyramid. Yes, <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, like and also one of the elements I really liked was that you know Kurt Russell's characters kind of kind of cut and dried we've kind of seen that character a lot right yep. he's very good he brings a lot of charisma to everything he does but even so it was good that he had the moment where he was like okay no we don't want to do this i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna turn off the bomb, bomb. and then it yeah. turns out they screwed him yes right because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what the military would do <laughs> yeah you just go turn this on and then yeah, yeah, be the hasty retreat Whoa, trust yeah. us yeah, yeah exactly so that that was good. Um, I really I really could not the one the one one of the real stumbling blocks I had was French Stewart and John Deal as the as the, the soldiers. They just so yeah. they I mean they they can't even salute correctly. I mean it was it was it was pretty obvious. Yeah, it, was, it was it was bad. <laughs> that was bad. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it 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 really needs to be rebooted. You know. Um, with modern, uh, with a good writer and a good director in modern computer graphics, it would be yep. awesome. Yes, you know? and the right the right actors to play the, yeah. the parts. Yeah, oh. and you don't even have you know it doesn't have to be Egyptian again, right? Yep. It could be Mayan. Yes, right, or you know, so. or something else. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's uh, there are lots of ancient, uh, you know, sort of. I mean, that was the one thing that. Um, uh, Spielberg did with the Indiana Jones things is he took these legends and turned them into something just slightly different mm-hmm. that you know you could that you could get your head around you know it's like bringing those legends into modern time um, and I think that there'd be there's lots of things that uh, that could um, uh, you know lots of mysteries that we have that could you know make that happen you know like where do ufos come from or you know yeah Yeah. atlantis or ancient egyptian or ancient mayan or um yeah something you know from the uh the middle east you know the Mm -hmm. rise of the sumerian um you know uh culture the persian culture or something you know equally um ancient and possibly interesting Um, i i remember i can't i can't remember where I I saw this. It's I think it's in a movie. It's an animated film called Allegro Non Troppo. 
Oh yeah, um, I, it, I don't think I've seen it. I know that I've heard of the movie. Oh, it's it was it blew my mind when I saw it in the in the, the mid seventies, right? It was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it, first of all, it's very funny, but also it had some really interesting. You know, it's, it's kind of like Fantasia, right? So you yeah, have little yeah. stories that are animated and they stuff in between. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but the one that I remembered is like this spaceship lands on a planet, and and this the astronaut is getting ready to leave and he just throws this bottle of coke mm-hmm. and it you know goes through the air and it lands right in front of the camera and then he sh- he takes off in his rocket ship you know and then the sugary caramel inside begins to develop life right and then, <laughs> and then it it eventually it's, it ends up with the dinosaurs and it's just like life marching through evolution you know it's mm-hmm. really fascinating yeah. <laughs> all from yeah. All from his DNA and a sugary yep. soda. Yep, yes. exactly. Um, yep. So, okay, well, good. So next week, what are we going to do? Are we going to do um, Event Horizon? That could be considered a horror film instead yep. of just a horrible film. Yes. Well, yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's one of those horror films that I, as I, as I noted at some point in the past, um, I like horror films that aren't trying to just be a horror film. Uh-huh. It's just like I like zombie movies that aren't tr- just trying to be a zombie movie, but right. they're you know trying to be something else, and zombies are the problem, yeah. or you know it's trying to be something else, and the horror is the problem. Sort of like Alien, you know, it's like right. it's it it's a horror <laughs> film it's based in a completely unusual setting that you know you just you wouldn't expect a horror film to be occurring there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because like what can happen in space you know where are you going to you know where, where are you going to pick up a slasher in space you know so right. not gonna, or yeah, zombies exactly. not going to happen mm-hmm. but something completely different yes um, or uh, yeah, zombie land where you know it's like it's about you know people like who really enjoy killing zombies not um, uh, you know it, it's not about the zombies it's about the people who are avoiding them instead yeah. and that's really what I find you know those kind of films or like what was it night of the comet where oh i love night of the comet oh my god that's my favorite movie ever <laughs> <laughs> you know where where they're you know it happens to be zombies but it's like no yeah. but you know it's about you know kids just trying to you know hang out and avoid the zombies so yeah it, things like that so um it could be good um because it's you know it, it's got a it's got an interesting element in it that is is not your typical horror. Yeah, you know, that's like the movie. the new one that they just made, um, Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. is actually a heist film. Right, and so that's why I was thinking also that that I would, having read a little bit more about it, it you know, that might be a possibility as well. Um, okay. So, uh, um, you know, I'm willing to try one, and if it works, then we can do that one, and if not, try the other. So. All right, why don't we try, since Army of the Dead's on Netflix and it's free, mm-hmm, uh, why don't do we that. try that, and mm-hmm. let's say by Wednesday, okay, uh, you know, we'll, we'll either be in or out on that, and then we'll switch over to the other one. Right. The other one, I think, is available on Hulu, I think. Uh, Event Horizon? Event Horizon. I saw it. I, I looked it up and, you know, made sure I could play it. Or maybe it's Tubi or something. 
Oh yeah, that. don't don't you get pissed when you're like there's a movie that's like 40 years old and they want you to rent it for 3.99? You're yeah. like, uh, you well, got I, your money out of this movie. <laughs> yeah, really. Right? Yeah. But Tubi's free. Um, I yeah. think it's. But anyway, so yeah. Is it? Up. It's free, but don't they have commercials in the movies? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yes, it's a commercial based thing. But um, yeah, you know. Like, well, that's that was the problem we had when we watched it. Um, watched Stargate on uh, on streaming. It was through some you know commercial thing but then i discovered oh wait i have the extended edition on a dvd here what am i doing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's on hulu so even horizons yeah. on hulu so we're, we're free either way that's good yeah. okay well yeah why don't we try army of the dead army okay. of the dead first yeah and yeah, army that works, of the dead we'll on netflix and if that doesn't work uh, by wednesday then we'll swap over to event horizon sounds cool all right well listen i want to thank everybody for joining us uh, we will talk to you next week about one thing or the other <laughs> yeah bye everybody bye <laughs>